Hello, hello, everyone. Today is a amazing topic that I want to cover because I feel like it comes up often. I feel like it's one of those things that happens to us in our businesses, but it's not always addressed. It's not always talked about because it might be a little bit taboo. And in some cases, it might be a little bit painful to talk about. So what are we going to talk about today? What is today's topic? Today's topic is about fixing things for good. It's about moving away from just patching your projects, patching an issue, patching and putting something in place that helps you get by and starting to figure out how you can actually create long-term solutions in your business. Now, when I do that introduction, when I talk about it in that sense, it might sound like I'm talking about theory. It might sound like I'm talking about, in general, how do you fix your problems? And that's not what we're talking about here. And that's not normally how we do our sessions. We are really going to talk about it as an issue in your business that can truly create this overwhelm. What I find for a lot of people is that when they create their business, they're all excited. We have all this great vision and ideas on how our business is going to work. But what happens is the reality of it is we all hit setbacks. All of us hit challenges and things along the way that challenge us from moving forward in our business. Some of them are simple things like sending out an email and there's a broken link or a link that doesn't work in the email that we sent out up to bigger issues like people aren't able to check out or process a payment on our website. The idea is that things happen in businesses. Things break down, communication breaks down, and also technology maybe doesn't do everything that we expect. So as things happen in our business, we need a way to make sure that we solve these issues and solve them in a way so they don't become reoccurring issues in your business. Because what can happen is you can start to feel overwhelmed by these issues. You can start to feel like, oh, that's a problem. Oh, that's another problem. And after a while, you can start to get the perspective that your business is not working for you when the reality is you just need a better process on how you solve problems. Now, the reason I talk about this from the standpoint of patching your problems. What do I mean by that? I know it may sound like I'm using marketing and business terms. And what I mean by that is the idea that you can have problems that can have a short-term solution, or you can have a problem that requires a long-term solution. For many of us, we're moving so fast in our business. For many of us, we're trying to get so much done and accomplished that we tend to side with those short-term solutions. And there's nothing wrong with that. We need short-term solutions in our business. We need things that we need to get done. So I don't want you to take away today thinking or leave today thinking that I'm advocating for like, oh, you always need the big, big, big solution. Because that's not the case. In many situations, when the issue comes up, you're going to need a quick fix. You're going to need a quick solution something that's going to feel like a patch. It's kind of like if you got old school thinking, you can tell my age here, you know, like you get a cut in a, in a pair of pants. Back in the day, people used to put like a patch on it as an example so that it doesn't rip much more further than it has already. 
Um, and then also it covers it up so it's maybe not as noticeable. That's the same thing with your business. So when you start to see there's a problem, you're going to look for a quick solution. Say, for example, you have customers. Maybe you're a coach. And as a coach, you're finding that people want to be able to pay you on PayPal and they want to be able to pay you via credit card. And what happens is you're struggling with how do I get paid through PayPal? How do I get paid through credit card? Some people are sending me Vimeo. Some people are sending me Cash App. And you have money coming in from all these different places, which makes it very difficult for you to manage and do any accounting, any forecasting, or any of that good stuff. That's a problem. Good problem to have because it means people are trying to pay you. But it is a challenge nonetheless. And what we can do is put short-term solutions in place. You could send out invoices in each one of the platforms, interact with everyone in each one of those platforms. But over time, that's going to wear you down if you're maintaining too many different platforms, if you're working on too many different places. You're going to need time in your business to take a step back and say, what's my long-term solution here? Where do I want to get paid? How do I want to get paid? And how can I have some diversity around where I get paid, but not offer everything to everyone so that I don't have to manage all of these systems? That's how I want you to think about today's session. And that's how I want to inspire you today in today's session is thinking about, yes, I am going to need short term so that it doesn't slow me down. So it doesn't stop me from moving forward, but I'm also going to make sure I need to come back and patch Instead of, excuse me, patching the scenarios, fix it for good. Fix a problem that people are having and make sure you resolve it. Does that make sense to everybody? What do you think? I know some of us are watching this live. Some of you may be watching this as a replay. Jump into the comments if you're on social media and let me know, is this something that you felt that friction in your business? If you felt like, oh, I have a challenge when it comes to customer sales, or I have a challenge when it comes to sending out proposals to my customers, I have a problem when it comes to contracts and getting contracts signed. Maybe you're having some challenges with SEO. You were getting a ton of traffic from Google, and all of a sudden you stop getting that traffic. So therefore, it's like, what's going on? What do I need to do differently? Um, it can really show up in every marketing challenge. It can show up in all different places where you're finding that there are things that are keeping you from succeeding. So what we have to do is we have to start to sit down. I guess a part of this process that I want to walk you through today is making sure that when these problems come up, we start to understand what is the long-term and what's the short-term solution. And the reason I bring that up is because when we're in the moment, we're often just looking for that short-term solution. We're not thinking about the long-term solution. We're not thinking about it from the standpoint that, hey, what I'm doing today is going to be a patch. What I'm doing today is going to get me as far as I can in my business as quickly as I can. But eventually I'm going to need to change that. Okay. Now, I'm going to give you a good example and something that I'm doing and something, if many of you are watching this live, that you're probably experienced and also that I went through. All right. Let's talk about a very simple problem, a very simple challenge that most of us are faced with, all right? I love to do these live sessions. I love to go live. But in the beginning, 
I had to get used to going live. I had to figure out what my setup was going to be and how it was going to work and how I like myself and all that good stuff. So anyone out there, let me know in the comments as a shout out if you felt like this when you wanted to go live or start doing live streaming or especially everything that's happened in the last year. Many of us are on camera like we haven't been before. And what's happened is we didn't always have the equipment that you needed to go live or to be able to do conferences or conference calls on Zoom. So what most of us had to do is we had to come up with a temporary solution, a patch. Most of us were using our webcams. Maybe some of us are using our phones for Zoom calls in the beginning. We were using the little headsets, you know, the wired ones that you connect to your phone and you're using those to get by. Because in the beginning, you're trying to understand how to get done what you need to get done with what you have. And what happens is we have to use what's readily available. We have to go for that quick solution. So when I was going live in the beginning, I was using my webcam on my computer. And my webcam is okay, but it's a little fuzzy. And the reason why it's a little fuzzy is because I've had my computer for Oh goodness, how many years now? It's, I got it in 2013, so seven, eight years old. I love this computer. It has been so reliable for all these great years, but the webcam wasn't great when I bought it. And now this many years later, it's not great, but I wanted to go live anyway. So therefore my short-term solution was to get better lighting, was to just make the camera I have right now look better. And that's what I did until about two weeks ago. Then I bought a new camera. So if you're looking at me today, I probably look clearer. I probably have a little bit more of a true skin tone <laughs> than what I've had before. And this is a work in progress. I'm learning the camera, learning the settings and so forth. But the idea was I needed a short-term solution for me to go live and to be able to do that because last year I decided I'm going to start going live once a week. And now I've put a solution in place that allows my long-term growth. I've actually upgraded to a new webcam, and I've also upgraded to a camera that I'm going to use to record my videos. But see that? That was the long-term plan. And what I had to do was wait until I had the time to research the tech, wait until I had the time for the budget for the tech, and wait until I had the time to actually learn and use the tech. Because if some of you have been watching this for the last couple of weeks, I've just been using it while I've been learning it. So sometimes I'm a little bit yellow, sometimes I'm a little bit this color, and I've been testing it out and learning it along the way. So I bring that, that up to let you know that when I talk about these patches, they're real. They're real in real-time scenarios, and they're things that we live with as we try to grow our business, as we reach out and do more capabilities. So I don't want you to think when I talk about a fix or a problem or a challenge you have in your business, it has to sound super, super big. It can be something that you are going to improve over time so the experience is better for your clients, so the process is better and more efficient. And what we want to do is make sure we understand how are these issues coming up? And how do we make sure when an issue comes up and we start to address it is that we first document what the issue is, then we document what we think the short-term solution is, and then what we think the long-term solution is. I really feel like it's so important that you do that. It doesn't mean the long-term solution will be your final solution. I didn't know what I needed, but I knew eventually I wanted to upgrade 
to a webcam and I knew I needed a budget to be able to do it because I just didn't have the funds last year when all of this happened and when all of this started. All right. Now, when I talk about doing this, a part of this process to get there means you need to have an issue log in your business. Now, this may sound all technical, but it really isn't. An issue log is literally, it can be a Google Doc. I tend to put this in my project management tool. So you could put this in Asana. We have a tool that we use called Nifty. And what you do in these tools is you just have an open record list that allows you to start to document issues that come up along the way. And when these issues come up, whether you have a team in place or whether it's you, you once again, like I mentioned, you write down the issue, you write down what you think your short-term solution is and what you think your long-term solution is. Now, the reason I teach doing an issue log is for most people, what they try to do is put it on their to-do list. And what happens when you have a problem, when you have a challenge in your business, it's often not something you can fix today. You may have meetings today. You may have prior commitments. So as long as it's not maybe a broken link, it may only take about five minutes to fix. What I tell a lot of people is create a log of the issues that you are identifying so that the things that don't, I guess that can't be quick fixed in like a few minutes, you can come back to at a later date and review them and turn them into fix projects, whether it's a short-term fix or a long-term fix. But having an issue log is gonna help you understand what's happening in your business, what's not working in your business, and gives you a track record of what's being discovered along the way. Now, some of you may be like, Stephanie, it's just me and my business, or it's me and my partner, or it's just a small team. We all know what's going on. And the reality is you do know what's going on in your business, but I don't want you to keep everything in your head. I don't want you to keep all of these issues swirling around in your head for a couple of different reasons. If what's swirling around in your head are issues and problems and challenges and things that aren't going right in your business, that might jade your perspective. You might only feel that because that's what you're keeping in kind of your short-term memory. And what I want you to do is be able to list those things out, put them in a document so that during the day, you're not carrying the weight of the problems with you. You're not worried about the stress of those problems as you're moving forward into the day. The other reason I want you to put those in a log is so that when you revisit it, you can revisit it based on what you wrote down and what you documented, not what you remember about the problem, because our members are not always so reliable. So if you can document the issue when you identify it, put a link in there, put a screenshot in there, whatever you need to actually document it in this issue log, when you have time later in the day, later in the week, at the end of the week to review these things, then you can review it with a fresh set of eyes and then think about those solutions. And by organizing your business, by using these things to help you really get structure in your business, I really feel like you can have not only a more sustainable business, but a business that can scale because these processes allow you to not only get things out of your head and you being the central source of all information and all knowledge, but what it does is it gives you space and time to address issues because some issues you have are, you know, a fact that you're doing something manual and it needs to be automated. A good example that we've been struggling with is I do a lot of coaching and I do a lot of that 
management all on kind of piece of paper in my head, Google Docs. Now I'm moving to a new platform so I can have one platform that allows me to get inquiries. Um, the same platform will send out pricing lists. The same platform will send out proposals. It will send out invoices. And I can put notes in there about any of those um, coaching programs. So instead of me doing it manually that I've been doing for years, now I can automate that process. And that is my long-term solution. It doesn't mean my business couldn't move forward in the meantime, but that was a long-term solution and something that's on my issue log. And something I'm actually working on now. I can't wait when we do another eSpark sessions and maybe even a webinar, I'll show you guys how I've gotten everything set up and how those things have worked. So what I want you to take away is make sure you have an issue log in your business. Make sure you've sat down and have a place that when something comes up, you can document these things. Because once they're documented, especially things that aren't in the moment have to be fixed, immediate scenario, these are things that you can review on a weekly basis or a monthly basis and start to discuss how do you incorporate this into a project? How do you incorporate this into a solution? And that's how you start to go from the issue of today to a long-term solution. Because what you start to do is build into what I kind of call your operating rhythm into your business, a review of your issue log once a month, once a week. And then you sit down and say, Am I going to work on my long-term solution this month? Yes or no? Now, the reason I do it that way, and I know it sounds a little bit formal, but it's only a five or 10 minute exercise. It's not that complicated. But the reason I want you to go through that process is I really want to make sure that as you start the month, you start to make a commitment to yourself on what you're going to work on in your business. Are you going to be working on your social media? Are you going to try to expand the reach of your email marketing? Are you working on making a process better for your customer? Are you building a new service, maybe a new coaching program? Are you building a new product or a variation of that product? All of these things that we should be thinking about on a monthly, maybe 60-day, or maybe even a 90-day basis of what is your focus for that time period. But when you make those decisions on things that are product-related, creative-related, marketing-related, you should also be making a decision on what am I going to fix in my business? So that way, you always have something that's a lever for growth out there, but you also have a lever or kind of a solution that you're putting in place in your business that makes it easier for you to run your business, that makes the experience for your customer or client better, that actually improves your business at the same time. So we're not just running through our business like we're scorching the earth in a sense and just making a wake. Instead, you have a process where you make sure you sit down and you say, how am I going to get to these long-term solutions? How am I going to address it? Now, for some of you, you may be like, Stephanie, I'm not that organized. I can't sit down at the beginning of the month and figure out what I'm working on. I'm literally just feeling like I'm so behind. I got so much stuff to do. Then what I recommend and what I used to do, and I even still do this a little bit now, is that I figure out the slowest time in my business, the time where things are a little bit quieter than usual. And I use those times to do big fixes or major changes. Now, right now, I'm doing a lot of software updates this year. I'm probably doing a little bit different than what I would normally do. 
But traditionally what I would do is at the end of the year, things get a little bit quieter in those holiday months. Most of my clients are going to start doing you know, holidays. They're going to start traveling, which didn't happen last year, but in other years that normally happens. So most people are not meeting with me on a weekly basis, you know, every um, as frequently as usual. So I get a little bit of time back um, in those in those months. So those tend to often be months that I put new processes in place, that I write down how I'm going to do things differently in the coming year, where I start to explore new software, new tools that I try to implement and have in place in January. doesn't always work perfectly because sometimes I discover a tool at a different time of the year. But what I've also tried to do is create a specific time and space for me to work on solutions in my business, especially if they take more time, especially if you feel like you're not as technically savvy and you feel like, you know, if I'm going to work on this, I got to do some focus, then create focus time. It even doesn't have to be at the beginning or the end of the year. It's just you sitting down and making that commitment. So even when I do things in the middle of the year, I spread things out. I'm making a lot of changes this year. And what I'm doing is each month designating what I'm doing big. So last year, we did this last year, <laughs> last month, we were rolling out a new online course platform and I just tested it last month. Now my testing is bleeding over a little bit into this month because I needed a little bit more time, to be honest. And therefore, we're going to do a soft launch this month and then do our major launch in May. And what happens is instead of me in my traditional environment, rolling everything out and trying to get everything done in 30 days or less, I'm working on a long-term solution over time that's going to help me resolve some of the challenges I have with my current online course platform. And what happens is in parallel paths, I have my current platform still working. It's going to work until November. But this new platform, I'm bringing it online. I'm testing it. I'm trying it out and I'm going to roll it out over time as a way for me to resolve an issue in my business, which is my customer experience I'm trying to make better, while still maintaining the current process I have here. And that's how I got to this long-term solution. I have another one I'm working on, like I mentioned earlier, about making my coaching process and proposal process and all of that easier. Same thing. I'm going to do a soft rollout with a few of my clients. After I get some feedback, get some experience, then I'll roll it out with all of my clients. So that's what I want you to do. I want you to figure out whether it's a specific time, specific month, or over a few months, whether it's a quiet time in your business, like in December, as you roll into the new year, or whether you just have to block off a week, some day, some week, <laughs> some month, and actually start working on these things, then you can get real solutions in place. Because the reality is when you put solutions in place and set up patches, your business can grow. You get time back like we talked about earlier. And also that weight that we talked about. Remember, if you keep it in your head, even if you keep it on a list, if you look at a list and you see this issue, that issue, these things, these aren't going well, like I said earlier, it can taint your view of your business and if we put a process in place to fix these things, if we stop patching them, eventually you can lift that weight off your shoulder and you can make the experience for your customer, the experience for your team, the experience even for you better by not patching your problems and ultimately fixing them for good. All right. 
Thank you everyone for joining me today. I hope today's session was informative. I hope today's session was a little bit of a nudge for some of you. And maybe today's session was a little bit, maybe something you hadn't thought about. Maybe it's a different topic than what you are used to thinking about in your business. I just wanna make sure that we come to you every week with things that make you think a little bit about your business, challenge you to dig deep to make your business stronger and more sustainable, and sometimes just inspire you as you're navigating through your journey. So we hope we achieve that today. I thank everyone who joined us live. Thank you everyone who joined us as a replay. Don't forget to give us some feedback with some likes, some thumbs up, or even some action in the comments. And I look forward to seeing everyone in our next episode. Bye.